about to go somewhere out now Time's to rise and elevation starts to drop down A little secret, don't kiss and tell, you're so bad I'll probably see you in hell Welcome to hell, baby This is Podcast Hell What we're about to experience is an hour of evidence as to why I am not as famous as I think I should be. You know what I realized is I asked you to wear a light colored shirt and I'm wearing a black shirt. And I'm wearing exactly what you asked me to wear. I was going to change my shirt. Do you think it really matters? I mean, technically it does. Do you want me to go look and see if you're just a big floating white head? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're afraid of? It's fine. I guess it doesn't matter. No, you know what? I think you should look because this is exactly how they filmed (laughs) David Bowie in the labyrinth so so that he could look like he's not... He's not I, the one doing the ball trick. I did the fucking laundry so that I would have a light colored shirt to wear, and I forgot to change it before. Uh, well, before you came over, I've I think always, now it just is what it is. It is what it is. I'm comfortable. You're comfortable. We're we're in it to win it. We are. Uh, I do appreciate you wearing the yellow shirt, though. I mean, you're gonna pop. <laughs> you're gonna pop real good. You're gonna pop real nice. Uh oh. I know we're good. What was that noise? I <laughs> unclicked the microphone and I clicked it right back in. All right. Uh, thanks for doing the show. Of course. We, uh, we go back a ways. Now, the, the good people that follow Podcast Hell, uh-huh. now they're, they're, they're big improv fans. Oh, are they? No. I don't no. know what they are. I actually don't know what they are because you did the podcast before when it was a different show. Okay. Is it the same fan base? I don't know. I don't know. Is there a fan base? There's no fan base. So we're just two assholes <laughs> just screaming gone. in a room? No, I mean, there's a... Look, it gets about, like... I think every episode gets 50 downloads, and then another, like, whatever, 50 to 100 on YouTube. Okay. Right now. But when I was doing the old show, it was getting up there. Like, I have episodes with close to 1,000. I then, see. But then I stopped. You can't stop. That's that's the fucking trick, is well, you can never stop. I'm not the person to talk to about... YouTube success. I don't have it, never experienced it, barely ever tried it. But I am aware that there is a marketplace for the exploding podcast that goes, what you need is not me. You know what? I know. I know what you need. Who? I'm going to start talking shit about people from our past, like Cat Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and this shit will go viral. Wait, wait, wait. Cat Williams. Oh, like. Cat Williams I, I on you, Cloche you, you said it like Cat Williams is in our past. No, no, no. See, I, you're I, right. I, That's I, fair. I, 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 That's yeah. what's known as an, amphib- an amphiboly, where it sounds like, you know, uh, ambiguous language, where it did. I, you're right. That sounded like, I need to talk shit about people in our past, like Cat Williams. What do you mean about Cat Williams? No. Yeah. More like, in the manner of Cat Williams going on Club Shay Shay, he talked mad shit about a ton of famous people, and that episode with like Fort- 70 million or 100 insane. million insane it has people trying to do that yes, now literally in the weeks later replicate virality yeah it must be organic amphibly yes now i thought an amphibly is where you turn your dick into a frog pussy but apparently so close that's an amphipussy <laughs> <laughs> so close eric amphipussy a frog is an amphibian a frog is an amphibious creature yes yes Yes. I struggle with those types of things. What do you mean? Like I had like I switched schools a lot when I was younger. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of like like basic knowledge that I miss. Okay. So like the whole like what's a mammal, what's a reptile, what's an amphibian? I'm pretty sure you can name. Go for it. 
right now, mammal. Name a mammal and what makes it a mammal. Humans. The humans are mammals. Kangaroos. Kangaroos are mammals, I believe. I believe They're kangaroos are mammals. Marsupials might actually be the a separate category, but don't uh, quote me on that. I'm immediately wrong. I don't know. <laughs> well, you no, know, you said humans. You were right. Okay, humans. Cows are mammals. Cows are mammals. If you have titty milk, you're a mammal. I believe that is one of the characteristics. Apes, Apes are definitely mammals. Apes. Uh, Komodo dragons. Are definitely reptiles. <laughs> it's time to move on. You've, you've nailed mammals. Dogs. Dogs are mammalian. Mammalian. Also, I believe that's where you get mammary gland from. That's what. Oh, makes from the mammal. Th- that makes sense. Yes. See, the way words work is is that they all tend to share a common root. That's known as etymology. Titu- titular. That means is, is of the, a relating to titles. Yes, which is where you where you get titty meat. Yes, titular. <laughs> we love that titular meat. <laughs> He's right. And he said he didn't know anything because he moved school. So you're doing very, I got to say, you're already crushing the how much do I go to the camera and uh-huh. how much do you go to me? Well, a lot, of pe- of all, a lot of people struggle with it. They don't know. First of all, 50-50. 50-50. Like, and then if there was an audience, they'd be there. So that's yes. how talk shows work. I've thought about having an audience in here, but it's my home. And my wife has said, you can't just invite random people over. But wouldn't it be nice to just have like five strangers off mic, either giggling or what? yeah, it would be kind of fun. I mean, that is kind of what a lot of podcasts actually do is they they mic up where like the producers and people sit yeah, in the yeah, studio yeah. because you even even if it's just five people chuckling, that's kind of what made the Cat Williams things funny is because the producers were like laughing, laughing in, in the, the background. background. Yeah, yeah. Really I actually funny. don't think that now that we're going into it, it's not, it's not a bad idea. I would maybe stay away from strangers. Like, I don't think Rosalita from around the corner needs to necessarily What's wrong with Rosalita? You know, I don't trust her sense of humor. Rosalita, uh, that's a Mexican name. Yes, it is. Do you really want me playing to Rosalita? I can play. First off, my fucking grandmother is Rosalita. I can fucking- Your grandma's name is Rosalita? No, but she's, well, her name is Lilia, but- I shouldn't say people's names. My my grandmother's Mexican. I can play to a Ro- to a Rosalita. You yeah. She sounds um, to me like Eric is pretty woke because I have a Mexican grandmother. No, because you're re- and I'm using woke non pejoratively. I'm let, saying let I'm saying there you go. You're you're recognizing who can play to what audiences based on the identity groups with which they identify and i think that's very progressive of you i don't think i could play to a rosalita i could play, I could to play a generally to a rosalita but not to a rosalita i can't speak I don't think to the rosalitas of the world i don't think that's woke i'm a comic i know how to like play different rooms that's like anybody yeah but you're using don't get caught up in the white use of the word woke okay okay white people took that word and now it's a slur we, you call yeah. someone woke it's like we fucking be woke no, bring it back to black when woke was a good thing. It means you're intelligent enough yeah, to yeah. recognize. Being woke is like seeing Matrix code. That's not a bad thing. That's what I, I'm. Look, I would have called myself that for like the first year. Like I thought it was of I, of, it, of it being a thing. Oh, okay. Of woke. And, and now, what do you call yourself? What do you no, mean? Well, now you have taken that red pill. Red you're, pill. You're looking at Donald Trump saying, "What could four more years really hurt?" Hey man, yeah. uh, 
Not to get too political he's too a gr- quickly. He's a great leader. He's a great leader. If, this, 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 if you spell leader L I T E R and you multiply it to where it becomes gallons, this is this is what he really is. He was uh, funny. That's like the nicest. Th- that's the nicest the thing he, I can say about him. And what he Very did. Funny. Yes, if we were going to do a six year, seven year now, eight year. Oh God, yeah. If we were going to do an eight year uh, diagnosis. He was just funny enough on the campaign trail, and he was just nasty enough to people who took things too seriously. Yeah, yeah. Of, I mean, you know, most people in the in politics, everything is, well, you know, you're not allowed to say that. And he was like, why not? I took it. People look, liked that. I took it serious, too. I remember when he, like, insulted McCain. I was like, my dad was in the army. And, and I was like, now I look back at it, and I'm like, that's exactly what you should do. If you're, like, a politician, as you should find like the most respected person in the party mm-hmm. and just fucking take a big shit right on top so of them. So you should treat running for office <laughs> like the myth of how you should go to jail. Yeah. Noted. That's where we're at That is kind of like, there's a brilliance to You're it. You're not wrong. There's a brilliance it's to it. It's an alpha dog mentality of yeah. I'm going to go into a room of everyone that's available and I'm going to take a big fucking shit in the room and watch as everyone scrambles and from their scramble, derive an algorithm telling me how to fuck each one up. Yeah. There's something to that. I don't even think don't people that do that, we don't have to talk about Trump, but just anybody who does that, I don't know if they're even thinking of it that analytically. It's an innate thing. It's learned. Yeah, you're yeah. just like... I, I think there are people that are that calculated. <clears throat> Say it. Ooh, who do you got? Who do you I, got? I think if we go back to 2008, a certain... Barack Obama was incredibly calculated. <laughs> Barack Obama. You know, here's the thing. Politics doesn't always just have to be about bashing the right. Sometimes you got to look at your own party. And I'm speaking for myself because, you know, this guy's all right. Yep. I'm just saying, is there really no theme? Is this really There's just, no theme. It's, no, it's, it's just, just free balling. We're just free balling. All right. Well, whatever it we is. Do whatever's to, clever. We will talk about backup quarterbacks for about 20 minutes in the middle. I mean... This is the year to do it. This is a, it actually is a great year for backup. This would have, if I had just stuck with that podcast, I think I it would have done really that. well. I told you that yeah, I in know. the car, but Grant, I told you in the car well after you stopped. But this is what I should do. Okay. I, I, and I've started to do it a little bit. Let's use this as a diagnosis of what you should do, and then you diagnose what I should do so that we don't blow our brains out in our careers. Are you worried about your career? Yeah. Uh-oh. Also, on thy, I don't know when this, obviously this isn't going to be posted today, but just for context of when we're filming this, today is the day of the Emmys, right? So, and then, you know, in two months, it'll be the Oscars. Previously, a couple weeks ago, it was the, um, our friend Joe Coy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He did my show. I know. You were there. I know. And he was incredibly kind. And he did some stand-up and was very funny. So it was very strange to watch someone that qualified do such an unbelievably not good job. He didn't do that bad. What he did that what he did was he like cared too much what they thought about him. That 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 is bad. That is bad. That is the the death knell of that type of thing. And I'm not the, I said this when I was watching it, um, but I've since heard other comedians who are far 
more uh, qualified to speak on this than I am. Um, they did it on their podcast, which has hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube. I'm not going to say who it was. Um, oh, shit, I forgot their names, so I couldn't even do it. What was their names? One's Sam Morrill. Is that how you pronounce his name? Sam Morrill. And then the other, he does Mark that. Norman? Mark Norman, who's yeah. a delight. They, yeah. did, they diagnosed it in the way that I also diagnosed it. Um, if you are someone who's not well-known to that crowd... You have to come out with self-deprecating jokes. You have to be like, I'm Joe Coy, and here's why you don't know me. That makes them go, okay, okay. He's taking the piss out of himself first. We'll yeah. lighten up. But if it's an unknown or someone not in the group, that's a little hard to deal with, which is why if you look at some of the heavy hitters who've done that show and have been abusive, like Ricky Gervais, or who were not abusive but were very funny, uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, everyone in the audience knew who they were already. So it's yeah. like your friend is getting up there and shitting on you. That's different than someone it, you don't know. It's like basic stand-up to, like, address the feeling in the room. And, like, it's it's a lack of self-awareness to be, like, people know who you are already. Like, he hasn't—does he even have—I guess he has, like, he made a movie about himself that nobody saw. Yeah. It's, Which, oh, didn't Steven Spielberg co-produce that? Isn't that crazy? Is that true? I believe so. Which is like, you know, somewhere he's in the room just being like, remember the dinosaur one I made? Hey, buddy. 31 years ago now, that is. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. Liz and I still go back. We'll still go back and park it. Why not? We'll park it. We'll park it? Jurassic Park it. Oh, we'll park it. Oh, man, I'm an idiot. I was like, are you saying you guys fucked during Jurassic Park? Is that what you're admitting to me? That wouldn't be wrong. Why would that be wrong? I I didn't say it'd be wrong. Best part part to fuck during Jurassic Park. To me, it's it's an obvious answer. Wait, I don't. What is it? Definitely the part where the Velociraptor eats the head of security. And he goes, Sam Jackson. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, that clever, clever girl. girl. He's not the head of security. Well, He's the game his... warden. Okay, well, game warden. Don't get, don't start with me. I'm such game, a nerd for game that. Game warden, clever girl. If you can, yes. if you can cue up, oh, jism to that. You, you go, you, <laughs> clever girl. You fucking, that's pretty good. That's a good one. Mine would probably be since I masturbate a lot. Would be when the hand, when Arnold's hand falls <laughs> on her, and I go, oh. There's a hand job for you. So that's because that, there's oh. a moment of realization where she like, oh thank God, Mr. Arnold. Would you come during the like the the realization? The realization. Once you see that black hand turn and then it's the red goo, <laughs> and she just goes oh, and fumbles it. I'm like, already. It's, pre- it's pretty spent. good. And then the thing comes out of the wires and it's like. You, have you ever done the ride? At Universal? Yeah. I used to do that when it was still Jurassic Park. Yeah. Now it's Jurassic World, and they've spruced it all up, and I'm like, come on. Yeah, the ride's just a water drop The the end where the thing comes out and tries to chomp you before you go down the... I think think they could do a little bit better. In fairness to me, I think I was 12. Really? Yeah. 
Fair. I also didn't do the one here. I did the one, there, there's one in Orlando. Oh, well, everything, all of the Orlando attractions are better than the ones in Los Angeles, of both uh, Universal and Disney World. Okay. They're way better. Because it's more. that's more geared towards we keep the family there for a week kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. LA is more like, yeah, let's just go to Universal. and On our break, we you did go to Universal. So. We, we did Universal recently. You no, not did? Universal. We did Disney. Oh, and California I, Adventure. I haven't been to Disneyland in thirty years. It was fine. We we uh, we went with Chris Aurelio, who's mm-hmm. like a big Disney fan. So he like he guided really? us. He is. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't, it's what he. It's who he is. Well, that can go. <laughs> that can go one of two ways. Either he has a uh, a sustained childlike innocence that flickers like a flame you never want fl- to 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 snuff out, or it's time to come out of the closet. <laughs> one or the other. One or the other. Let's go with the first one. All right, the eternal flame. Uh, so he's uh, he took us there, but we did like the opening to the closing, which is like sixteen hours. God damn! I know Liz wanted to get her money's worth. That's, okay, she's a big, sure. she's a big get your money's worth. What happened by the end? I thought it was pretty stupid for the first twelve hours, but you become delirious. Sure. So at the end, I'm like, let's do fucking sure. You know. Jungle Cruise a third time. The jokes, the jokes become funny. Like you start to lose your mind. And the smell of cookies, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> happiest place on earth. <laughs> you know what's crazy about Disneyland and all those theme parks is if you look up the security apparatus that takes place underneath the park at all times. Uh-huh. There's a whole city. Of people just making sure that everything is going accordingly. They have their own police force, which is obviously not um, like if something bad happens at the park, they don't want the numbers saying that it happened there. So, like if someone gets, you know, RAPED'd or if they get killed, there's a, a, a team of people who are instructed to, you know, EMTs, don't worry, we got it. They take that ambulance out of that city range and drop your ass off outside so that they are not getting ducked really ducked dyke duked uh boop demerited i don't know anyway you can't so you can't be raped in disney world you can't officially be raped on the premises of disney world they will not allow it you will have been raped elsewhere and if you make an accusation they will go out of their fucking way to make sure that there is no proof of it which is horrifying but it's very much like especially because the the guy that tells you this is doing the mickey Mickey. voice oh it's mickey Mickey. i think you're you're by angel stadium (laughs) (laughs) but now he's an la what are they the dodgers now he's a dodgers dude what the fuck that guy didn't that's a guy who likes his life a certain way he didn't want to make a big adjustment yeah probably gonna move 20 miles uh, yeah, that's might not true. move at all. Might, not, might move not move at all. At all. Um, I would say to him though, your agents kind of screwed you because that deferral of money, like, ugh. Yeah, but that you, was. But you stupid. never know. Some people like that. That's yeah. like the Bobby Bonilla thing just with the say Mets. He's the only person who liked it because he still gets money even though he hasn't played in fucking twenty years. Did Bonilla have a cocaine thing? Probably. He wasn't he in there yeah. in the late eighties. He's a late. He's a late. Yeah, he's a late eighties, early nineties. I guy. wouldn't be surprised if there's footage of Bobby. Bonilla, Daryl Strawberry, Doc Gooden, David Cohn, all of them just going, 
I'm yeah, sure yeah. there's some kidding. Oh, my you God. You forgot Sheffield. Sheffield was getting oh, in on that. Oh, Gary too. Sheffield was a Met? Oh, you're just doing Mets? I was just doing the Mets. Okay. I was just doing the Mets, but if we're just doing drugs, yes, <laughs> Gary has entered the chat. Absolutely. Jesus. Gary is probably having a good time. Oh, my goodness. All those guys were. I mean, what Coke needs to make a comeback. I read a like book. Officially. I read a book about the Expos, and it talks about how, like in the eighties, like literally every single player in their lineup would do a line before they'd go up to bat. Really? Yeah. Yeesh. Like they were, but it, and that was that. That was a very common thing, like I, okay. doing Coke during the game. During the game. During game. During the game. I can yeah. see that for baseball. Very you can few see other lot, sports uh, you can get away with. There's that. a couple fidgety. Yeah, when you guys are up at the plate, they got a lot of you know bat swings before the pitcher. You no, know, now that I think about it, there's a real um, there. I'm I'm not saying I'm just thinking this, but like if you do if, if a pitcher doing some lines in between innings, right, gets his nose running. Now you got snot. Bing, bang, boom. Put yeah. That the, get that on the ball. Does whatever. I mean, I don't know the physics of what it does. Or a little co-snow. A little co-snow. <laughs> a little co-snow throw. Well, the co-snow throw is back in effect. Look at look at that. Pedro Martinez developing a Yo. knuckleball on the spot. My goodness, oh. Pedro Martinez those days. Whew, he was the was man. one of the greatest pitchers of all time. I mean, just, well, just like the savvy of like, he's only five foot ten, right? Really? And he would throw at dudes' heads. I mean, he was just fucking all... He was... All in, all the time. It is really crazy to me that this is, it was 20 years, because I, you know, I, I go in and out of caring about baseball, but I mean, to be in New York City when they did the, when they came back from 03 and mm -hmm. won four straight to go to the series. You're talking about the Red Sox? The or Red the, Sox. Yeah. That was insane. And all of that stuff with Pedro and what was the manager or the pitcher, the pitching coach, or was he the batting coach? Zimmer, Zimmer. I was there. You were there? I was there. You were there at that game. I've told you that story. It was like, I mean, also it was 20 years ago. So, yeah. So I had a, I have a, a family member who we don't talk to anymore. But the last time I ever talked to them, they called me on my birthday. I was in college. And they go, you're a baseball fan, right? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, would you want to come up for a Red Sox-Yankees game? And I'm like, the game that's tomorrow? Uh, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we'll fly a private plane what? down for you. You've never told me this. Yes, dude. This happened my, 2003 was my, I think it was my freshman year in college. Why? So, uh, so like, the, the, the husband of this family member, uh -huh. like, had a pilot's license. He flew down. Oh, or so, like, a private plane he was he, flying yeah he picked uh, me up that's well that's the oh, it wasn't a fuck it. yeah i thought it was like a g6 or something that he no, sent no, you no, no, this no. is it's, okay it's still little... cool yeah we we felt the currents on this one off. flew us up flew me up uh we sat in the ted williams section of the which is like the where you got to wear like a nice suit or whatever oh shit like right up above uh -huh. home plate and he's just like ah, by the six innings like hey, it's getting a little stuffy over here. why don't we just go down to like fucking behind home plate and then we go down behind home plate. And that was the inning where the whole fucking thing happened. And Zimmer charged to Pedro and he guided him down. And he threw his head, yeah. I'm right there. I'm there, fucking there right is, there, dude. Well, here's the thing. There is footage, video footage. So we should be able, anyone out there, you should be able to go find that game. And hopefully the camera catches, you're saying you would have been right behind home plate? I was behind the... Um, 
because the Red Sox were home, so they're on first base. So you were side. behind them. I was behind the Red Sox. Mm. I saw it was like the f- old fat guy, Zimmer. Okay, sure. I saw him, and I saw the back of Pedro. Wow. And I was like, I don't know if I can't. What I can't remember is if we had seats down there, or if we were just standing like right where you know, like where the overhang, like kind of like. You know, you can just stop anywhere in the first row and just look in and sure. watch the game. I might have been there, or we might have been like one, like a couple. And this seats was a in. playoff game, or this was just a regular season. This is a fucking playoff game, dude. This was like game three. Of okay, the hold on then. ALCS. Who is without you know getting too into who is the family member that gave you these uh, this amazing experience, and yeah. why are you not talking to this person anymore? <laughs> Because well, there, well, literally, the second I answer even a little bit of that question, it would give away who it is. I'm all ears. Well, it's not. It's not my choice. It's like there was like a family riff or something. Okay, but you, you give it away. What? Who's no? The well, why? Because it's a fucking family riff. I don't want to make it worse. Or it's, it's been pour 20, salt on the wound. It's been twenty years. <laughs> I can't fucking do I that. I just want to know. Okay, then without giving me the name. I'll tell you after. What did this person do that they were like, that? that's such a crazy thing to just call it. What's your relation to them? This is a, a cousin. <laughs> you're, you're their cousin? You're their nephew? I don't want to give, <laughs> I don't want to give away. If okay. I say anything. But here's the thing. Yes. First of all, anyone watching yes. who's in your family yes. knows, knows who, who I'm talking about. Is. So that's then, correct. Who gives a shit if you are like, it was my aunt? Who cares? First of all, it was clear. I'm talking, yeah. screw the family member. What did the guy do that the guy, it was a guy who flew you, right? Yes. What did he do that he was, what did, like, professionally, what the fuck? He's, he's part of a very successful endeavor in the New England area, we'll say. Oh, like Providence, Rhode Island endeavors or Boston or what? Boston. Oh, is he an endeavor? Endeavors, endeavors. <laughs> oh no, not that. Oh, like he wasn't oh, mystic. Like a- no, he wasn't like mystic rivering his friends from fucking <laughs> high school. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? My daughter in there. <laughs> no, he wasn't that. He was a very successful, wealthy man. Okay. Yeah. Jesus, I'm not asking you to no, I'm dispense not. with any crimes. I meant like, is he in the financial district center sector? He's a banker? Like, no, what the fuck? He helped people improve their educational status, we should say. Uh-huh. Helped with the, the education I see. of people. So people would pay him large sums of money to make sure that kid got in a habit. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Oh, you want to get in a habit? It'll be three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Okay, got it. He had William H Macy on his speed dial. Great, you know what understood. I'm you wink, me? wink. I love that I'm doing that and I'm not winking. <laughs> I'm just you, going wink. Can you not wink? Wink. I can, wink. but it's just an extra level of stupid to point to a camera and go wink, and you don't <laughs> do the thing you just said. Do you have people? I mean. Do, do I have you, what? People that would privately fly me to a no, playoff game? No. no. I was going to say, do you have people in your family that like you've cut off? That I've cut off? Yeah. Or that you've been, that you've been no. cut off from? There's no one in my family where there's been any kind of, we don't talk to them anymore. Uh, there's no, what was that, Coco? We don't talk about Bruno or whatever. We don't, that's not a thing. Yeah. Um, but there are people in my family who we, I just don't talk to. There's plenty of those people. 
Yeah. Um, but it has nothing to do with any kind of family riff or, or, or whatnot. It seems so silly to have uh, a riff, you know, when you, when you think about how we're all just hurtling through space. Oh yeah. Well, if you want to, okay. You want to do, <laughs> well, if you want to do that, you're right. Let's, let's solve all the world's conflicts. You know, Hey, Palestine, Israel, we're all just hurtling through space, orbiting a big star. They probably haven't thought about that they, yet. I, well, they clearly haven't thought about it because that would mean they would be thinking about science. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looks like somebody else has been red pilled. No. Uh, that oh. was a double whammy. I got Ooh, both cultures. You got both of them. Both of them. Look at this. Does this come off to you as more red or orange? Or a little What up. is this? Requiem for a Dream? More like a Do you remember that movie where they're looking at her hair and like, if this is red, then what's orange? Remember that scene? I don't remember that scene. I remember a lot of scenes from that movie, but yeah. that's not the one. Well, there's, oh, ass to ass? Well, Ass well, ass to ass, that's not the one I remember. I remember him going, uh, I mean, I remember that too, but the one that like sticks with me is where uh, the end where they're fucking shocking her. Oh, sure. And she's like going back yeah. to, uh, what's the guy's name? The Shooter McGavin. I always forget the his fucking Tappy name. The Tibbins show. Yeah. Oh, his, the real guy's name, Christopher McSomething. McDonald? Mc, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. That scene is in there forever. Yeah, that's pretty scary and brutal. We got a winner. We've got a winner. We've got a winner. We've got a winner. Yeah. Tough stuff. Yeah, it's a brutal movie. Um, if we ever have, red. if we if we ever have kids, what? If the two of us ever have Not kids, we have kids. If me and my wife, well, you were very, you know, if we, <laughs> we're in the immediacy. I didn't know that you were bringing her into this. <laughs> okay, if I ever leave my wife, you and I start a if you and your wife a gay ever have relationship, <laughs> and we and adopt then we kids. Violate Biological truths and have a I child. Couldn't do that to That's your three red pills. I, I couldn't do that to did your. You, I know, but did you catch that? Let me hear it. Oh, you said biological child. Three. No, no. I said if we violated our biological truths, it would matter. Is that? I don't think three that's three red pills. I don't think well, that's. Is that still part of being conservative? You have to be anti-gay. Shouldn't be. I don't think it is it's, for most. I don't think it. Sh I think it is for most. But what per, what percentage of conservatives now are pro-gay marriage? It's got to be a plurality of conservatives. I, I'm not talking about gay marriage at all. That's not what I was You're saying about. violating their biological... Yeah, I, I don't want to go down this road anymore. <laughs> You're like, I still have scripts I, out there. I've got, I've got <laughs> just enough work in the tank. Yeah. <laughs> I love all of God's creatures. I got to let the notice dog Notice I out. said God. Oh, we're taking a break. Dun, 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 dun. Fighting for my career. I got to have a career first to fight for one. We're just going to keep you striking the camera. Um, and What's striking the camera? Going in front? Yeah, you walked. Is that striking? Well, striking can mean two things. It can mean so that spiking the camera is looking at it. And then crossing in front of it. You know, I don't know. Yeah. There's a shit with these terms. These aren't universal. Who first of all, that's more red to me than orange. Um, yeah. But it is going in toward the spectrum of orange. I can make it. Uh, you can adjust. I'm going to get it again. Vamp. Vamp. Uh, hmm, uh, let's see. Um, <clears throat> A is for apple. B is for banana. C is for cantaloupe. All right. Check this out. Yes. Okay. We're getting a demon. This this just goes to show you how we're cooking with fire because courtesy of our courtesy of our good friends at Radical Neon, Ooh. who terminated um, my promo code. Ouch. So so fuck them. 
Damn. <laughs> but now here's a good review of their product. Yeah, yeah but check this out. That's ah, bright. But yeah. then it goes down, and then okay. it goes down. Does it change colors, or does it just go? No, but it comes. it's a little more orange now. Mm. That's, I mean, it's still red. Yeah. But it is approaching orange from a certain vantage point. When it point. goes up this high, I, I can hear it a little bit. You can hear the neon it feels being excited. Like no, nah, maybe not. Nah. I think I think for the sake of really entertaining podcasting, we should <laughs> stop talking and see if we can hear the neon <laughs> popping into this. Let the sign speak for itself. The sad part is I heard it. Did you really hear uh, it? Yeah, it's like a... Because it's, you know, gas moving through a, a, a charged vacuum. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's we should, pure we should, we should get uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson to come on here and sure. ruin the fucking fun. Okay. He ruins the fun. I don't think he ruins the fun. Every I time there's a movie I like, it's him being like, eh, excuse me. Well, for instance, uh, she's Sandra not Bullock wrong. wouldn't be exactly. scared. It's not, no, she wouldn't be scared. What he said was the movie shouldn't be called Gravity. It should be called Angular Momentum because that's actually what she was experiencing because that's what was bringing her back down. Yeah, he should be called a buzzkill because that's what he is. Guess what? Don't listen to him. I don't. Okay. I won't. I think that he showed up on fucking NFL network today. For what? Today? Yeah. so, So he could talk about the brotherly shove. And like the no the well the physics behind it. And but the, he said some stupid like shit what? that nobody like, he was like, like technically what? every time they do the brotherly shove, Earth's gravitational forces changed. It's like as it is when I fucking take a shit and touch the ground. Shut up, dude. That's I not what mean, anybody cares about. That's fair, but it's there boring are fucking I don't science know. shit. I, Jesus, age cries. We're throwing science under the bus here. Boo. I think it would be interesting to know not necessarily about the Earth's gravitational force on the play, but I would love to hear the physics of, like, how much, like, force is there actually happening when two people run into each other for a tackle? Like, Honestly, well, like the kinetic energy, like that dis- shit. Displaced. Like what's yeah. what? That to me would be interesting, especially so that we can get a sense of this is not child's play. Like how hard, or like when when Mahomes's helmet exploded because someone hit him, but it was also because of how cold it was. Like that has some interesting the brittleness of the yeah, yeah. That would be interesting, but you're right. I don't need to know. You know, well, when the planets were in this alignment, you could see that Nobody, the devil yeah. and they ran in there. The one inter- interesting thing he said is people always talk about the brotherly shove being gr- like one of the reasons it's great is because Jalen Hurts is so strong. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with it. Jalen Hurts takes the ball and literally his feet get lifted off the ground and he gets pushed. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't matter that he benches all this weight. It's all about the low center of gravity of mm-hmm. the Eagles and the the quick head start they get over anybody else. Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's made a career for talking about space and forces, didn't mention low center of gravity. That seems like a a gimme. The thing thing he mentioned was it's the head start that the Eagles get, Uh and it's irrelevant that Jalen Hurts is strong, that I could run the brotherly shove. It's about the center 
and like that's what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. If you have a head start, but then he talked about the fucking planets for eight minutes, and I was like, snooze, yeah, snooze. This from the guy who snooze. literally said that the solve, the, the solve to all of our problems is to think about us on a planetary <laughs> level. Yeah, but not like pick a lane, bra. I'm not. When, tr- when I'm not trying to, to talk down to the people. Oh the my good god, people. he's not. He's literally <laughs> supposed to talk down to them because he's an educator who knows more than we do. He's a fucking. This is he's crazy. A fucking I, dork. He, he well, sure, he's a fucking physicist. He's a nerd. I just don't like him. Why? What did he actually ruin for you that really well, chapped you, your ass? Honestly? Yes. What's the nah, thing? Nah, nah. No. What's you, the thing? You got scripts in Hollywood. What's the thing? I'm not getting canceled for hearing about why you hate Neil deGrasse No, he was saying he, he, he was basically making justifications for trans women in men's sports. Oh no no! Trans oh, women in women's sports. I see. And I'm like, this guy's lost the thread. This is a guy. This is an educator. This is a guy that understands science. That's talking about that. Well, I am not interested in going down this <laughs> yeah. line of conversation at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. I. We don't uh, have to talk about it. I don't want to talk about uh, men. <laughs> Spit it out. I don't want to talk about the 1992 movie Ladybugs. You un- <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. You understand the name of this podcast is from you, right? Really? Do you know that? I don't know that. Did I once snarkily say that you're in podcast hell? Yeah. I, you, well, oh, that's horrible. You asked. You were asking me about a project mm-hmm. that you were working on, and I was like, yeah, you know, right now I'm just kind of focused on, like, my podcast and mm-hmm. my stand-up, and you go, oh, what? You're never going to take a job and just hang out and podcast hell with your fucking friends forever? And I was like, I'm changing the name of my podcast oh. to podcast hell. It's a good name. You know, what's funny about that is <clears throat> I'm glad you didn't, as some former friends of mine, whose name shall be unnamed... Cat Williams. It's fun that you you took a really snarky and kind of mean comment, said in jest, but still kind of a dick thing. And instead of being like, well, fuck you, fuck this guy, you were like, huh, all right, I'm just going to yes and then fucking call my podcast, podcast hell. I commend that. You remember this theater? I do. That's, an, that's a less fun example of the same but thing. But that's... That is... That's actually not the same thing. It's not only because... Did you take legitimate offense of me saying what I said? Of course not. Well, then that's not the same situation. That was legitimate offense. Not to mention same person, won't get into it, same person, same situation with a popular MTV show in 2005 to 2007. Oh, yes. What a way to... That's all we'll say about that. Um, But that's funny. Um, but I, the thing about podcast hell, which I think is a really cool title, I need your show to somehow become super famous at some point because podcast hell is the reason I even said that where that popped up from is the, the famous Hollywood phrase of development hell, where a project is just getting noted to death and passed around from director to director and producer to producer, and it never escapes the clutches of the system and gets made, right? Yeah. The thing is, is that every once in a while, a project that's been stuck in development hell for 10 years pops out and becomes Inception. It pops out and it's the, bat, the Tim Burton Batman movie. 
every once in a while, something does rise up like fucking, uh, I forget the main character in Dante's Inferno. But every once in a while, I think Dante? Virgil. No, is Dante the one that goes in or he's the writer? He's the writer of it. Dante goes in. But he's the writer of the, of the poem. Okay. Someone else goes it in. It might be Virgil. I think Virgil is the guide. I don't remember. Um, anyway, the thing that would be cool is if you started this because you were in podcast hell and somehow through just the sheer grit and continuity and perseverance, you started getting more views, more hits, and yeah. then you can get a guest on that actually commands the, the attention of people rather than just some fucking no-name like me who people are like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and, you know... But here's the thing, you know, man. Like, the, the, once the podcast... the Part of the fun is once the podcast does get traction, if it gets traction, then having my friends on is good because it boosts everybody. Sure. But that's like, I kind of want to have a crew. Well, that's let like me put it feel. this way. Ready? Uh, do you remember that podcast, that uh, podcast risk? Yes. And remember how that, I don't know what it's doing now, but that was part of a wave of podcasts that took off and it's became huge. very popular. Go back to the very first episode of risk. I told a story on that episode. Really? Yes. And the other people telling, one of the other people telling a story on that episode is someone named Mark Marin, who would also go on to have his own obvious podcast fame until he was, his entire thing was stolen from him by Joe Rogan. Huh. Anywho. Rogan was doing it before Marin, though. No, wasn't he, he wasn't. He was doing the, the Joe Rogan show before What the Fuck. I don't think yeah, so. I, I do don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. Fact check, and if I'm wrong, put it in the comments. <laughs> in the comments. Like, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> like, click here, like, subscribe, comment down here. Tell me. I know I can eat crow I, if I, I need to. I put a plate of crow in front of me only to food. I definitely think Rogan was doing it I before I don't know, Marin. but it was not popular. Before well, none of them were the popular. Fuck. I'm saying when what yeah. the fuck was blowing up, he'd had no competition. Then WTF kind of, I don't know, went away, and Joe Rogan swept in and. Well, he also did a thing where he made it like an app, where you had to pay oh, separately for the he premium. Got too big for his britches. Yeah, yeah. like you, you kind of gotta like you kind of gotta. Once you give the audience something, mm-hmm. you can't take it away. Are you it's, listening every fucking streaming site on you, the fucking you, planet? You give people something, mm-hmm. and then you go, hey, if you pay, here's this bonus stuff that's kind of like the stuff you like that you don't have access to. But if you pull, once you like start mm. putting the stuff behind a paywall, you're fucking hurting yourself. There's only one industry where you're not hurting yourself. The fucking... Uh, I was going to say journalism, but that industry is dying. No, that... Do you know how many times I see a fucking... If you want to continue reading, it's ten ninety nine. I'm, I'm like, I'm like I guess, out. I'm out. I guess I just won't know. Yeah, I guess I just won't know. <laughs> Fuck you. It's not democracy dies in darkness, New York Times. It's democracy dies when you capitalize information one needs to have a functioning democracy. Yeah. Shit, boy. Dropping them DMs on them liberal bastards. We got any NYT fans in the house? Fuck you, NYT. Hop in those comments. Tell us what you think. And that's from someone who paid way too much (laughs) money for the crossword and and those fun games that NYT had. I thought, wasn't Democracy Dies in Darkness? That could be the Washington Post. Post. Is that the Washington Post? It is the Post. My bad times. (laughs) (laughs) My bad, Schullenbergers or whoever owns that shit. My bad. No, the, I'm sure that they all came up with clever stuff while Trump was president. I'm sure. Oh yeah. I'm sure the Times is like the truth drowns in sure. dreariness or something. I mean, well, there's shit. Is, what was it? All the news it's fit to print. 
was their big one for a long time. Um, I was going to say drugs. What about drugs? Usually you get a f- the first couple of tastes free. And then that paywall comes hard, but you ain't mm-hmm. not. You, that's a, that's one paywall niggas be climbing. Dude, I have sworn off weed for the rest of my life. What? I, I can't tell me it. that story. What happened? I, every time I smoke it, I have like a bad experience uh, and it keeps getting worse. Describe, your, describe what happens to you both physically and mentally when that happens. Uh, physically, I slow down mm-hmm. and like I can't, I can't do anything but sit. Mm-hmm. And then mentally, my thoughts, I feel like I start to have, like, three thoughts at the same time. Okay. But they move slow enough for me to hate all of them enough to be upset. Oh. And it's like, I'll be talking to somebody, like, I'll be talking to a family member, Mm -hmm. and they'll be, like, saying something perfectly reasonable, and I'll be like, I don't know this person at all. Oh. And they don't know me. Interesting. And then everything they say, I can't lose that filter. Mm -hmm. So I'll start to, like, feel very alone. I remember, like, uh, the last time I was uh, smoking at a friend's house, and then I had to, like, walk to my car 30 feet. Uh-oh. That walk. Forever. The, the forever. Forever. And the, it's it's dark. It was in the country, so, like, there's no city lights. It's Ooh. just, you, you, like, the, you hear the crickets mm-hmm. or whatever and fucking deer fucking, and I'm just like, man, I am so alone. Oh shit! That walk to the car, I felt every fucking inch of it, yeah. and I'm just and I remember, I remember like I finally got back into my house just and was just like, why am I, why do I ever do this? Sure. The only time I ever do it is somebody goes, hey man, you want some? And I go, yeah, I'm cool, and I fucking one hit, cough for thirty minutes, and then miserable for the rest of the night. Oh, so now you're at that level where even just one hit. I've always been at that level. Like I, I, I was never like a huge smoker, but I feel like when I was younger, I would smoke while I was drinking and mm-hmm. driving or do whatever the fuck I was doing. And like, it was like part of other things. Sure. Now it's like, I don't know, man. Like it's just not, I just think it's not good for my brain. It doesn't, that's, it doesn't relax me. That's quite possible. Have yeah. you done CBD oil or no. smoke CBD? No. I cannot for the life of me. I am a very similar person, a different negative experiences. Um, but I mean, I'm the guy that if I have one hit, um, like, like literally there every once in a while, former roommate would come over to the house so that my my other two roommates would watch. That's correct. I'm 40 with roommates. (laughs) That's Los Angeles for you. Oh, but it's okay. When Cary Grant had roommates, (laughs) That's what they were thinking. Of course, that's what they were thinking. <laughs> like and subscribe. If you weren't thinking that, put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. Yo, put Cary it in the comments. Grant fans, fucking hit us up Archibald with a like and subscribe. Leech, nigga. <laughs> that was his real name. Um, I, basically, if I took one hit, <clears throat> five minutes in, I'm doing one man heralds. I'll do everything. I'll be nineteen. <laughs> Then 10 minutes later, I'm like, I'm going to stab every single person in this room at some point. I will kill everyone. And then 30 minutes later, I'll pace around without anybody knowing, being like, as like a detective, being like, well, how did he do it? Here's some blood. Like, awful. Awful. Crazy fucking, I go Dexter. So I stopped that. And then, but I was like, but there's still something. I want that first three seconds of good. And it turns out CBD gives me that. It's, It's How do you do CBD? Is it... Vape it. Okay. Um, what it get? What I do is if if you vape, like for me, I have to do like three or four hits because I don't. Have, it's not one of the super powerful ones. But you vape it, and for me, 
all of that, because you've known me for a long time, all of the nagging, like I used to walk down the street and go, how many snipers could take me out right now? Gone. Yeah, yeah. It's just... I go to the grocery store. I'm never angry when someone doesn't know how to fucking... When someone doesn't do their own fucking bags. And it's never... I'm never high. I'm just... I don't give a fuck. Yeah. For just a brief five to ten minutes, I just don't give a fuck about things that would normally drive me crazy. I mean, obviously, I'm not like, you can hang me. Like, I still care about big things, but... All the little shit, I just don't care. Well, that sounds lovely. It's lovely. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, maybe I'll try that. It's good, and also CBD has. I haven't necessarily uh, noticed the benefits of this, but uh, CBD oils good for you know the body. You can dunk again. Eggs. Yeah, you put a little, just one spritz on one knee, <laughs> one spritz on the calf, and all Fucking of a sudden, Airwalker. I want to fly <laughs> like an eagle in this to the sea. Whatever. Um. Michael Jordan, terrible actor, right? <laughs> like are, you, are you still thinking Space Jam? Is he do, has he Space done Space Jam? What's he done since Space Jam? Nothing. I'm just thinking because his name came up. LeBron's terrible too, dude. He's for some. He was really interestingly good in Trainwreck. You remember that movie? He's the, not in. He's not. The the, no? the, the, the script is funny. That's okay. that. He's. Middling, fine. The script is very funny, and the script is self-referential, which fine. is great. That helps. That it, helps. He, uh, Space Jam Two. I refuse to watch it. It's fucking dog I shit. I refuse to watch it, and, and I he's think dog shit involved. In it. Everyone involved in a movie like that. Also, everyone involved in um, what was it called? In House Party, which was also his company. Okay. Like this is LeBron's house that we're having a party in. I'm like, this is shameless. Garbage, garbage, star fucking, garbage, star fuckery, gross. And it's, but it's also his company, so he's also fucking himself by setting it in his house. And you're just yeah. like, Jesus Christ, what a way to make this about you. Also, here's the other thing. This is something. Do you? How much NBA basketball do you watch? Probably very little nowadays. Very, very little. Okay. This is why I've suddenly come around to getting off of it, right? And if I'm like NFL all the way. Yeah. NBA basketball is becoming so hard to watch, and it's particularly because, obviously, the game is changing. But I hate where it'll be like, you know, Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller will be doing a game on TNT, and LeBron will make, like, a fucking great pass, and then someone throws it up, and he dunks it, and it's like, whoa, 39, they're going all that, there's that Kodak moment, and the Lakers are down 40. And you're just like, <laughs> it's just like, I can't watch this shit, it's, gar it's garbage. Have they done anything to fix, like, the best players sitting out every third game in the regular season? They've tried, they've made it so that there's, like, you have to meet a minimum number of games to qualify for any kind of postseason awards, which is an attempt, but it's always still like players are still resting, and it's like that's not okay. Yeah, Jordan, eighty-two games, like five years in a row. Well, what about like, that? Like, didn't they do? Now they have like a in. They have a playoff in the they season. They have an in-season tournament that actually was exciting because it it made individual games matter. But what are the what are what are the stakes? Like you win the championship, you get home court in the no, fucking. That's the problem. the 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 stakes are everyone on the team gets the winning team gets half a million dollars, and everyone on the losing the second place team I think got two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So for like you know 
eighth man on the roster, that's fucking huge. Yeah, I, yeah. I could use half a million dollars, but you're also not playing. It feels so, cr- I get it. It feels so craven to literally be like, we're just going to pay you. <laughs> there, there's nothing. The, the problem yeah. with the NBA right now is that nobody seems to give a shit about games in the regular season. They're all preserving their bodies for the postseason. And that's not the style of basketball that we grew up watching in the 90s where motherfucking Barkley, Jordan, Shaq, Ewing, them boys, every game they came to kill. And, you you know, know, it sucks. You know what would fix it? What? Fewer teams in the playoffs. Well, what would fix it is fewer teams, period. Here's what I, I, there's like 33 teams. There should be 15 teams. And mm-hmm. then you divvy up the other rosters and you make teams really good. Those, those, this, I don't think Sack's going to make it. Bye. I'm, I love this, your hometown. I love my idea more than I love the arbitrariness that my mom squirted me out at the longitude and latitude of Sacramento. You once told me that you would go to Olive Garden in Sacramento and there would be players from the Kings old, there. I remember seeing and Olden Polonies and, there. And you would go, Olive Garden, where the Kings. Yes. Kings. The kings are, I am sharing a dinner in the same garden as the Kings. We're feasting like Kings. <laughs> then I went to New York City and I was like, I'm never going to Olive Garden ever again. That place is a fucking shit. Same thing with Chevy's. All the places, this is how I grew up, all the places that I now learned in big cities are like, stay away. So yeah. Applebee's, TGI Fridays, uh, Olive Garden, uh, Spaghetti Factory, although it's a little, you know, slightly higher. Um, those were all Funny, fine dining to spaghetti, me. Spaghetti Factory sounds like the worst. And yet it's, ironically, amongst all those, it treats itself a little high highfalutin. Can I tell you what fucking sucks about having celiac disease? Oh, I can guarantee I already know, but please do. Well, many things. But, yes. Uh, I mean, obviously taking uh, fucking horse shits every three days sucks. But the worst thing is that when I'm eating out, the mm-hmm. safest places to eat are corporate chain restaurants. Oh, yeah. So, like, when I go to Applebee's, I'm yeah. like, I'll feel great. But if I go to, like, mom and pop's Italian Can't place it. where they sometimes have gluten-free no. and the husband's domestically abusing his wife while Jesus. he makes the food. Oy. You know, all the stuff, you, that, all the yeah. stuff that makes it good. Sure. Yeah, I don't you get any want, of that. When you want... A piece of pizza. <laughs> you, you come you to wanna, me. You, you know when he me. pounds that pizza dough, you want to know that he hits that dough with the same aggressiveness. He hits his wife. You want to know that he's beating that shit out of his wife. He puts it in the fucking dough. That's the pizza you want to eat. I want to see. I want to I wanna taste your tears in the gnocchi. I want to taste. The gnocchi needs to taste like it like it came from the pain of the world. That's what I need. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we both oh, that's the part of the Godfather I would jerk off. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I always once he pops him in the head and the blood comes out. I'm like, oh. saddest scene in the Godfather trilogy in the whole thing. The You're, saddest. Ooh, that's tough. It's because it should be the third movie. It should be. Well, they blew that movie. It, but it yes. It but, should be the end of the third. It movie. It should be the should end of the third movie. The most, but it's but not. it's. Definitely Fredo. Oh, in the dinghy? Yeah. 
Now, in the dinghy, when it actually happens, or that moment between the two brothers when one realizes, oh, I'm I just out. think where they kill him the in the dinghy. dinghy. Is pretty, yeah. The that's dinghy, fair. that's the saddest it's brutal. part. It's, I would maybe contend, this is interesting, we'll switch it up a little. Is the death of Fredo among the saddest deaths of all deaths in movie history? Movie history? Yeah, all movies. Um... Because that's pretty fucking up there. Great. I'm not saying it's number one, but it would certainly be on the list of at least 20. I'll go Beth and Little Women. I mean, dude, does it have to be... I mean, Godfather's based on a book. Sure. It I is just a book. said movies. Okay, just movies. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if, what If it's, it's a death in a movie. Give a fuck. Just, uh, why'd you make a face at Beth and Little Women? That's fucking sad. It's not? What? It's not? Which Little Women? Which version? I don't know the the oldest one. Um, the black and white Beth. Yeah, okay. black and white Beth. Beth. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh no! It's just the Every movie is a Godfather. Give me a movie. Give me a movie. Give me any movie. Doesn't matter. Any movie that has a quotable quote. A few good men. You can't handle You know. I want the You can't You know my fi- I love. I love. I love. I there's a. Co- two more. There's so many. Two more. Okay, fine. Do. Uh, <laughs> I'm the guest. Fine. I'll give you a couple. <laughs> just give me some. All right, fine. Do. Uh, it's just gonna be the same voice, by the way. Okay. Do you, do we talked about Jurassic Park? Do Jurassic Park. Um. Well, I don't want to do Clever Girl. Was there a fun? Is there? Uh, hold on to your butts. All right. Oh. <laughs> hold on to your butts. <laughs> 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 Hold, on to so stupid. <laughs> Hold on to your butts is an underrated quote from Such that movie. Hold on to your butts. Okay. You know what's soup now important about that uh, that moment is how low key Robert Oppenheimer has appeared in so many movies that we grew up with. Um his picture is on Nedry's computer. Is it yes. really? His picture with the pipe and the hat is on Nedry's computer. Why? I don't know. This is all... Okay, fun fact. You saw Oppenheimer. I did not. Whoa! My mind just went... <laughs> <laughs> just Nagasaki your mind. <laughs> really? Do you know we killed more people... In bombing of other Japanese cities than in Hiroshima and Naga. Like, people, we think of that as, like, just the like total... Like, regular dis- bombings? Yes. Um, I did not know that. It's the the horror of how quickly you could sure. do it was what the value was. Many more people died in okay. bombings of just regular cities. I buy that. Yeah. Uh, I think more people were killed in the raids on Dresden. No. No, no, no. I'm not comparing it to Japan. I'm saying more people were killed in the raids in Dresden as a regular bombing yeah. than other. You don't. We we the way that we think of this was the deadliest. It's like actually yeah. some of the campaigns we were doing. Look, power. Dresden is a Dresden is an interesting thing because a lot of times like. It's very different now with how we have like social media and stuff like mm-hmm. you, you can't war the way you used to war. Okay. <laughs> You're not allowed to. I sure would like you to clarify that a little bit. <laughs> you can't Dresden people. Sure. You can't do that. We so, try to avoid so, it. So there, are, so there are different standards for like what was considered a war crime in World War II versus what we consider a war crime now. Mm-hmm. But 
even the people who like excuse away a lot of that stuff from mm-hmm. World War II yeah. look at Dresden and they go, eh, a little bit of a war crime. That was brutal. And that was us. It that was, was the it British. Was us our and the side. British yeah. just melting college yep. students into the ground mm-hmm. for, you know, to break the will. That Have was the you ever been to a place called the um, Exploratorium in San Francisco? No. Okay. There's a, in, on one of the piers, there's a, it's like a science-y, science for kids type place. So they have like earthquake simulator. Whoa. <laughs> right. And they have. That sounds fun. It's. Wait, are you being sarcastic? No, no, no. That sounds fun. No, no. It's, that sounds like the museum in fucking I Crystal think, City. I, yeah. think, I think there are these kinds of places all over the place. Yeah. Um, and it's delight. It's, it's the perfect place to do field trips. And I remember one time I did a field trip to San Francisco with my, my school and we went there. And my favorite thing in the in the whole place was this room called the shadow room. And basically what you do is you go up against the wall, you get into funny little poses, a big bright light goes beep, 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 and beep, 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 And then you look and you go, look at my shadow, look at my shadow. <laughs> and of course, this is because of the shadows that were caused in the bombings of yeah, yeah, Nagasaki yeah. and Hiroshima. And then I learned the most disturbing thing ever after I started Wikipediaing for further stuff after watching Oppenheimer. The Exploratorium was founded by Frank Oppenheimer, Robert Oppenheimer's brother who helped on the Manhattan Project. Yeah. Which means my favorite... Memory. My favorite memory of science as a child was a room low-key designed to showcase the power of a nuclear blast and how it would cause these horrific shadows I know. onto street corners and sidewalks. And I just was like, that's fucked up. Because everything else there has an immediate explanation. The hurricane, the earthquake room, the blank blank, static electricity ball. Yeah, they're not like Hiroshima death shadows room. Exactly. <laughs> and I just fuck. thought it was playful. Like, oh, look God. at all the goofy things you can do. And then it was like, holy shit, Frank. That's a wild dark A to Z to get How to do they that. Like, what happens with the shadow after you leave? Do they have to, like, it's like an etch-a-sketch. It fades out. Okay. I don't know what the material is. The wall, if I remember correctly, looked like a green screen. Don't know if that had anything to do with it. But I'm sure there's some sort of um, particulate inside the wall that the flat like it's like taking a picture yeah, and it yeah captures yeah. you know the shadow like in a Oof. polaroid and then it just kind of fades away that's so fucking it's chilling so dude. chilling so chilling Oof. and i but i think that also to your point that's probably why those bombings get more press than the fact that yeah but technically these Air raids killed way more people. It's just the yeah, like you said, the nature of how you it's, are just gone. That that's part of it. Yeah, it's not just the thing; it's the presentation. Yeah. On my last podcast, I, I was having it out because somebody was like the the girl on the show was like love Frank Sinatra. Okay, and I was like, is Frank Sinatra that talented? Because he's like. Katie, any pop star has a better voice than Frank Sinatra. Oh, absolutely. But it's, it's the, the way he presented it is part of the Frank lore. Frank Sinatra yeah. is not a good singer. Okay, Thank he's you. He's a great showman, but he's not a good singer. This is Frank Sinatra it's doing any song. Name any song. Just, it doesn't matter. From Frank Sinatra? No, any song. Okay. Preferably not a pop song because I don't know the lyrics. Wheels on the bus. Okay, he'd be like, 
The wheels on the bus go round and round. The wheels on the bus go round. You know why Frank Sinatra sounds so good? Because Quincy Jones did all the arrangements of the music. Give so me- while this fucking guy is going, I'll give you, <laughs> while this guy's going, the wheels on the bus. Quincy's like this. <laughs> Come on, man. Bam, bam. The wheels on the bus. <laughs> They're playing like around. Quincy's sweating up here and dripping. He's like, white bastard. The wheels on the bus. He's like, help this. Get this. Can you? At least Dean Martin had some melody in his fucking. That's a dun 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 dun. That's some more. That's singing. Frank is like, oh well. Fucking poor violin. So funny. Throws his shoulder out. The trombone is his carpal tunnel. He can't get around. His lips are all blistered. What song? You want any song? Uh, Give me a song. Um, It's funny when wheels on the bus. I'm gonna stay in the nursery rhyme child because that's that's a good. There's built-in melodies that you get to violate with this voice. So let's go simple. The ABCs. Wait, hang on. Let me let me let me, let me picture it. He did say he bounced around from school I did. to I got, school. I got, I, got a, I got a little nervous. No, no. I'm trying to think. Of, I, I want to get into my Sinatra voice. Get in there. Get into the Sinatra. Mm-hmm, voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Too melodic. <laughs> Already too melodic. A B C D E F G H I J J J K L M N O. You know, can hold orchestras. You, you know who could have played in that orchestra? Ooh. My wife. What does she play? Very talented French horn player. Oh shit! Yes, yes. Oh, that's yes, awesome. Yes. It is pretty awesome. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I've been trying to buy her a French horn, but they're like four thousand dollars. There are you not know, a che- not a cheap instrument, no, no, not, not a, a cheap, cheap instrument. Gift. But what you, I, I bet you, if you looked around Burbank. Because there's a lot of weird, quirky music. Fifteen hundred bucks at the cheapest. Really, Fuck. like there's really for a French no, horn for a fucking <sighs> French horn, and we're talking like shitty French horn. Okay, fifteen hundred bucks. It only used. the only thing it plays, no matter what you blow into it, is just. It's like I'm not playing that song. I'm not. No, no you I'm can only you, you can only play the opening theme to Jurassic Park. Oh, John Williams. So good. It's the most, one of the most beautiful pieces of music. You ever. know, uh, your guy, uh, who's the guy that you love? I mean, composer. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer did The Holiday. I know he's done some pretty. You watched the holiday? I don't know. I don't. You ever do watched that. the holiday? I've never watched the holiday. Holiday's pretty fucking good. Okay, that's interesting. Now, are there any rom coms that you can get down with? Yes, Name I them. love top An- five. Top five rom coms right now. Go Annie Hall, Harry Met Sally, six. Um, uh, fuck. What's the uh, Sleepless in Seattle? Right. Um. Let's go all the way back to the 30s. It happened. One, it, it happened one night, um, and the Philadelphia story. Never seen the Philadelphia. Philadelphia story. story is great. One of the most famous moments is when Cary Grant pushes like straight up smush 
uh, Catherine Hepburn <laughs> right back into the house. It's, he smushes, yeah, a, it's a fantastic. Smushes it's so, a lady. It's so funny and like not she, comically. Comically, okay, but does it? I'm just saying the the you know if you go back to the 20s and 30s and the 40s. Uh, when you could really tell a joke and show a woman who's boss. Well, yeah, because they were a little, as I'll call it, slap happy. There would be movies oh, where they're man, just, oh, oh. But yeah, those would be some. Um, you ever watched the Sean Connery interview with fucking Barbara Walters? It's we talked about. This. We did. No, I forgot. No, that. we did. But you're I the reason it was in my go head. In it. Get it. That is one of the craziest. <laughs> Barbara gave him a, gave him the out. out. Gave, gave him the him out. One of the all time outs, and he just goes like, "Nah, I'm gonna go ahead and just ride this highway till I'm exactly. dead." It was brutal. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what uh, we're talking about, when you're done clicking like and subscribe and commenting on this video, go to you're on YouTube, so find that fucking interview. It's you know what amazing. it is? It's it's like feminists are annoying, obviously, but. Every once in a while, you run across an interview like Sean Connery and Barbara Walters, and you just go, yeah, they got a point on that one. You go, oh, all right, I guess we're... Yeah. <laughs> Non-feminist got to take the L. I think that's, <laughs> that's yeah. A, that's, that's a, a straight up, that's a loss. That is a loss. That's a win for them and I a mean, loss for anybody else. Yes. Holy I, shit. I mean, I, I'm not... I'm not proud of it. Unlike Sean Connery, I don't want to touch it. What do we got? We got an hour nine, which means... Well, how about this? How about this? Can we do a quick score check and then keep it going? Keep what, it going? What's the score check? A score check. No, we're going to end it. Oh, we're done? It's, in, it's been an hour ten. Oh, okay. We're going to wrap. Oh, an hour ten is 70 minutes. Yeah. Oh, shit. So we're done. Fuck, I have another hour in me. Okay. Well, you, you know this. Well, maybe you don't know this. When you did the podcast the first time, it was supposed to be an hour-long podcast. We went for two and a half. Because it's easy to talk friends, to an old friend. We're friends. We have connections. We, connect. we have we got the connections. We got on a, you know. Do you want to come back on at a later date? That is possible. I am I am not opposed to making the occasional trip to Hades. <laughs> I do not mind. One could even call me. Well, I guess Hades is the location or the god. Fuck. I can never remember. Hades is the god. What's the location? Well, I know it's confusing because there's like Hades Town was like a musical that came well, out. There, what's, I thought hell was Hades, but then there was a god. No, I think Hades, Hades. No, I think Hades is the I god. I don't remember. Maybe I don't know it could be a thing where it's like the place and the guy is the same, same name. That'd be stupid. Well, there's a Hazlitt, New Jersey. I uh, emailed somebody at work who had my exact last name. Helvig. Helvig spelled the First same. First of way. all, that just made sense. What? Well, it's podcast hell. Your name is Helvig. Yeah. You play with that in some really way. Really hitting the German. V. Well, your name is Friedrich. What's your middle name? I don't say my. I don't say the full name. Oh. In, case, in case my fans are too raucous, they'll, oh. they'll track me down. Okay, Friedrich Helvig. So, it's very you know as a Jew, it's kind of scary sitting next to someone. You know where you know my grandfather's story. Oh my God, is he a Nazi? No. Oh, okay, he, he was saved a, Jews. Or? No, he was in the German army. 
which year? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I real, fucking told you know, this, this so many really, times, dude. This is one of those questions where it's like specificity is really important. Not on one of the one. good ones. Okay. Okay. My grandfather was drafted into the German army when he was like 16. Oh my god. Was got blown up at oh. Normandy. Frick. Survived. Yuck. Was a prisoner Whoa. of war in America. Oh. Became friends with his prison guard. Oh. And then when the war ended, he immigrated here. Okay. That's a really lucky situation it's, for him. Well, I mean, it wasn't I guess he didn't die. No, I'm, but also I wouldn't call to, it lucky. Well, I would say it's very lucky to befriend your captor. Yes. Such he, that after the war, you have an in to getting the fuck out of where you're the, the losing country. That's really lucky. Sure. Yeah, that part was lucky, yeah. I would say. His um, brother was no. captured by the Russians. Oh, he's gone. And went, Well, he came back, but he survived. Differently. Well, he survived. Uh, what's the fucking place where they sent? All the guys, the frozen place. I don't know. Frozen town. Uh, Fuck, how am I forgetting it? In Russia. I don't know. The tundra. I don't know what the city is. They didn't send him to Lambeau Field. (laughs) They sent him to... uh, (laughs) They sent him to uh, Siberia. Oh, Siberia. (laughs) No, that's a region. Yeah, a city. It's a region, region, yeah. I was looking for more of a city. Um, But yeah... Just, so he was not lucky. Right, yeah, okay, fine. But, you know, I'm still trying to get that year. <laughs> what, year was, what year was granddaddy? Uh... It, was, it was during the war. Well, let's just put it this way. So would you say that he was a youth <laughs> when he originally got picked up by the team? He, look, the whole the, 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 the short version is he was not a Nazi. He was drafted. His family wasn't pro-Hitler. The long story is fucking crazy. I would love it involves, to this podcast. It involves, I would love to hear. I could, I've, to, I've told it on the podcast. It involves family members in prison. It's. Uh, did you ever see 1917? Oh, yeah. That entire movie is about a story that Sam Mendez's grandfather used to tell him. Did you ever see Jojo Rabbit? I did not see Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit's really good. I'm not good. watching any fucking movie about Hitler in any way, shape, or form if it's not by Mel Brooks. That's the rule? It's my rule. You didn't see the one with Tom Cruise? Valkyrie? Valkyrie. That movie sucked. But you saw it. I did see Is it. Is that when you made the Mel Brooks I rule? I did. I was like, no more of this <laughs> Mel Brooks rule. I want my Nazi singing. Jojo Rabbit, you should break I your rule. I heard it's great. It's great. There is that scene, right, where all the, the Hell Hitler, right, where they're all just constantly in the room yes, saying, yes. Hell Hitler, Hell Hitler, Hell Hitler. My grandfather Hitler. has funny stories about it. I, like, I'm serious. Like, tiptoe around that word it's, funny. Look, I'm telling you, it is. <laughs> I don't know. It is. I don't know what to I've say. I've got the funniest story. It's not the funniest story. It takes place in a little place called Treblinka. It's my, my. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll, I'll tell. How about this? I'm gonna How get about it. this? Auschwitz, more like Auschwitz. Spritz. It's so fucking funny. Good lord! I'm gonna tell you one. I'll tell you one. Dash out, more like dash out. It hurts. Split my guts. Those are the only camps I know. All right. We should end the podcast. Okay. You ain't getting I the story. We, you, I you thought we were getting into the story. It's not that good of a story. It's just like a mind blowing story. All right, to me. how about we get in the story and I play a little bit of music Don't, that accompanies No, No music, because then we won't be able to play it. Oh, that's right. We don't get the rights. All right, well then I'll It's got to be royalty-free. It's got to be from 1918 right. or before. All right. 
You some okay, 1918? No, it's 100 years. It's uh, it got to be 22, 19, oh. Okay, we're getting a little closer. Right? Everything after 100 years becomes public domain. And that I do not know. I think I know some things it's only 70, but I don't know. Okay, let me tell you this. Okay. F- fuck my grandfather's story. Okay. Uh, you can go see SNL as public domain. I didn't realize that. What do you mean? So, like, you can look it up and see every episode of SNL. It's not on a streaming service. It's public domain. It's like... Why is that? I have no idea. But I everybody's always complained about how... St- like, they're like, Steven Seagal's the worst okay. host of SNL ever. Uh, and they say that because he's an easy person to bully. And I mean, it was, it, Maybe he was the worst episode, but... People say he was the worst host ever. Okay. Everybody on SNL. Okay. And... I think the reason is that is because like people in Hollywood are pussies, and the only reason you can't or they just didn't enjoy working with him. But get to the maybe, point. but also criticizing him will cost them nothing in their career, which is why he's easy to criticize. That's probably fair. I watched the episode. Okay, don't you dare! It's pretty fucking well, wait, funny. Well, it's, wait, there the opening the 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 parody of his movie with Phil Hartman, right? Where they're so, all where he's just like, where he's like he, like they're just evil. Yes, that's hilarious. It's so funny, but it's hilarious. Whether he was in the, the sketch yes, or not. Yes, but he gets credit because apparently it was his idea and they wrote around. Hey. He's like, hey, at the end of this, I need to be throwing people Fair. through walls because they were bad to the environment. Isn't there a scene in that, or a moment in that where a sound effect isn't right? And like. You, well, when they're slapping him. Slamming, yeah, and yeah. Phil Hartman just goes. He just looks at <laughs> the camera. And it's just the greatest. Well, it's just. Mm. Well, the way the way that it ends is really funny too, because it's like after he kills everybody, he goes, "That's what happens when you're bad to the environment," and then he kind of walks off awkward. But he is mad, uh-huh. like he's not <laughs> acting; like he was mad in the moment. So he kind of like walks off in a weird way. So like when this the the title comes up, he's in the way of it. <laughs> and there's another scene. There's, an, there's another scene. It's all Phil Hartman, man. There's one where he, he's like, he's like, I'm Don Grassley of uh, Grassley's Mortuary Family. What do you call? What do you call where you go take dead people? Mortuary. Is it mortuary? Yeah. He's like, here we're gonna be respectful of your loved ones. Get them out in a timely fashion so you can grieve in the way you deserve. And also, we don't have sex with the bodies. <laughs> More so. If you believe that someone has had sex with one of your red ones, we will uh, we will issue you a full refund. While he's doing that, there's Mike Myers is like like painting a dead guy, and then like gets up on top of the thing and starts unbuckling oh, his gross. belt, and then security guards come in and pull him out. I'm telling you, man. There's like I watched sure. it. I was like, there's so many keep, fucking great mind. sketches okay, in but it. But keep in mind, no one is saying that that's the worst episode. They're saying he's the worst host. They're saying he's the worst host, and maybe not even he's the worst host as in what he did on the show was bad. I think when people talk about him being the worst host, the experience of him coming in... Was probably worse. Pitching stuff, like, they probably mean that, and I can see that. But, hey, at that time period, those, they were... You know what I think? They were so good. And you know what I think, like... Sometimes an artist is better with restrictions, sure. and if your restrictions is, is um, we're working with a moron who doesn't have it, who sucks the charisma Great. out of the room. Simpler, yeah. Keep it simple. It and, like it, it it raised their it raised them to a new level. This I'll, I'll be quick. This just reminded the way that you delivered all of that about that uh, monologue that Phil Harmon gave, which was so great. 
uh, reminds me of the dumbest commercial parody they ever did. Uh, it was a Jim Downey commercial where he was, it was for a bank that gave change. I remember. You remember this? And yeah. I, I'm just going to riff on that real quick, but I just love that he was like, you know, if you give us $5, we can give you $1, $2, $3, $4, $5 in singles. If you want that in quarters. And that's all they did. They just explained all the different ways they could break change. And it starts off being like, this is dumb. But then it builds and you're like, this is the funniest fucking sketch imaginable. Isn't there a point in there where they're like, if you're wondering how we make money at this bank, I feel like there is yes, a turn somewhere. There's a turn, but it's it's never, but it never does that thing where this with a sketch where it violates the reality of it. It just finds another way to. No, yeah, it, no. I think it goes like it's like if you're wondering how we make money at Change Bank, trust. Your trust. <laughs> it's like some shit that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> So when my grandfather was getting drafted, dun, 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 dun. they lined them up in like an auditorium or them, something. As in the, the kids, recruits, the, yeah, the kids, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they went uh, one, two, three, SS. One, two, three, SS. You're kidding. And my grandfather was, he was one, in the one, one two, two three. threes. Wow, that's fucking scary. Yeah, but that would you did it wrong. It would be eins, zwei, drei. SS. Eins, zwei, drei, SS. Zwei, zwei. Well, I don't know what SS is. I don't know what it is either. But it's uh, eins, zwei, drei, Schistafel. Eins, zwei, drei, Schistafel. Yeah. And that like would be that. horrifying. Pretty scary. Yeah. Scary stuff. Yeah. Glad we uh, took where, care of them. Where can, where can the people, I mean, you, do people follow you online? No, I don't. I got rid of all my social oh, media. God. I don't like social media. I still have Finstas so I can keep abreast of what's going on. What the fuck on. is, oh, the fake Instas? Um, I still have all that, but um, no. <laughs> where can people follow you on your fake Instagram You account? can't follow me. I don't, I refuse to be followed. Would that ruin the. This is such a, this is one of the moments I dread with this. Like, so where can people follow you? And it's like, they can't. <laughs> what are you up to? <laughs> Nothing. How's your career? I'm sinking. Are you happy? No. Are you happy? <laughs> Nobody ends a podcast saying, are you happy? So, how's your life? I hate it. <laughs> Thanks for it. Where can, where can the people find you? Go fuck go yourself, find, people. Where can, so, where can people find you? If I'm not killing myself, I'm probably in the gutter with the homeless. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? Well, if people, let's say this. If people do want to see you, they can go back and watch the episode that you're on, like, three of years what? ago. Of this. Oh, yeah, sure. Or you can, you know, watch me on any of the number of television shows I was on that, you know, didn't get the same kind of irrational fan base that a show like The Bear gets. Why is that a comedy? Are you laughing at this show? You're on Two Broke Girls, aren't you? Isn't that like one of the most popular shows? <laughs> yes, but I also wouldn't have used that as an example. You really just... <laughs> well, what's wrong? You were on Two Broke Girls. <laughs> You were. I mean, the bear is a little bit better than that. Were you on the bear? No. You want to be on the bear? Me, but I also, it's not a comedy. It's a it's a half hour intense drama with laughs. The succession is fucking funnier than that show, but just put it in the category of drama. I think they did put succession in comedy, no, didn't they? No, they did not. It's a, it's a drama, and it will win drama tonight, but you'll be seeing this way after the Emmys air.
which is tonight. All right. Well, don't follow Lucas. Don't follow he doesn't, me. He doesn't want I can't you. can't be found. But should you find me, <laughs> I applaud you for your deep dive into the dregs of this society's if you, if burnt you, offerings. If you Google Lucas long enough, you'll probably find Actually, him. Actually, if you Google my name, I come up very first. If you Google Lucas Hazlitt, it's me, 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 and then a wrestler from Iowa. What happens if you go into YouTube and type in Lucas Hazlitt? What pops up? Oof, I don't know. You'll probably find some really embarrassing probably, videos. You'll probably find some fucking bad luck rising you could. shows from Imperdome from 15 years ago. You'll probably see me doing 15 years ago. 15 years ago where if I watched the whole thing, I'd be like, canceled. <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's where you can find me. You have, you have many of my favorite moments when we did shitty improv oh, in New York, but my all-time all favorite, I've told oh. you a million times, but now the people get okay. to know, was... We were doing uh, some mic or jam, mm -hmm. and somebody was like, well, here's the stakes, boys. One of us has to kill our, and you went, me, <laughs> bam, and walked out of the theater, and we all listened to the door slam behind you. <laughs> that is so fucked up. Well, here's the stakes, boys. One of us is going to have to kill me. Me. I'll do it. Bam. Bam. I'm out of here. He's still talking, Bruno. So funny. It was, fucking hate. It, was, it was when we were at the old theater where we that. could hear you going down the stairs. It was very funny. Thanks for coming on, man. Of course. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure.